Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're faith-filled women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you can, because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Well, hello, October. Here we are, already in a new month, and I can't believe that the holidays are coming. This year has just flown by. So with a new month, of course, comes a new bonus for those who join the Secret Sister Circle. So I'm really excited to announce that for the month of October, if you join the Secret Sister Circle, you will receive the Married to Addiction devotional ebook absolutely free. Now, this is not available anywhere else right now. The only way you can get it is if you, if, as a bonus, if you join the Secret Sister Circle. So this is a devotional that was written specifically for the wife of an alcoholic, of course. It is a great source for you if you are feeling far away from God right now, which a lot of us go through that when we're walking this path with an addicted husband. This devotional has for each day a Bible verse, an encouraging passage for you, and a prayer to help guide you through this difficult season. So it's going to help you withstand the storm, bring you closer to the comfort of God, and just really be a a source of daily inspiration for you. So I would love to gift this to you if you join the Secret Sister Circle. To do so, all you have to do is just head to the website, MarriedToAddiction.com, and click on the drop down for Get Help, and you will see the link for the Secret Sister Circle right there. I can't wait to welcome you in. Hello, and welcome to episode 58 of the Married to Addiction podcast. Today's episode is called Why Some of the Things You've Tried Haven't Worked. And when my husband was deep in addiction, I felt like nothing I tried worked. So we're going to talk about that today. That can be a really frustrating thing for sure. The things I'm going to share with you today literally changed my life, and I'm not exaggerating. I don't throw the word literally around very often because I know it's overused sometimes, but it th- th- these things have really changed my life, not just as it related to my husband's addiction, but in every way, because I utilize the practices that we're going to talk about just in my everyday life for all kinds of situations. So I'm really excited to share this with you. Most of the other sources for people who have an addicted loved one encourage you to basically jump into making behavioral changes. Um, Things like setting up boundaries, things like, um, you know, detaching with love, those types of things. And I remember that felt very overwhelming to me because A, I wasn't really super clear on how to do it. And B, once I started trying to do it, I didn't meet with very much success. That may have been or may be your experience as well. The problem is that changing your behavior on a whim is really impossible when you're in such an emotionally charged situation. I remember thinking, you know, before I actually tried to do those types of things like boundaries, I thought to myself, there's no way. Or when I heard the concept of detaching with love, I thought, that's ridiculous. He needs me. How am I supposed to detach from him when he's going through this? 
so I thought, how am I supposed to just be able to magically do these things that you're telling me are going to be so helpful? And even though they made it seem easy or they made it sound easy, for me, it felt like the hardest thing in the world to make those changes. I finally realized that the problem was that there were some really critical things that needed to come before trying to do those things. And those are the things that no one was talking about. I still don't hear people talk about this. But these are the things that changed everything for me and drastically affected my ability to be able to actually implement those types of things and have them be successful or have them, you know, have them move me forward. When we try to just jump into action, a lot of times we are going to fall because the approach that we're taking is just trying to um, change a behavior immediately. We are ignoring the critical, what I call pre-work that needs to be done. So what is this critical pre-work, this life-changing stuff, um, this thing that can make all the difference for you? Mindset. It's your mindset. And I know that that word seems kind of cliche, but it is absolutely crucial. So kind of the whole concept that I want to share with you today, and you may have heard me talk about this a little bit in some of my other episodes, but it's basically a pathway of thoughts leading to feelings, which lead to actions. So I think you're going to find this pretty eye-opening if you haven't really explored this or haven't really heard this. And like I said, a lot of people aren't talking about it. So this may be the first time that you're really hearing about it. So we're going to go a little bit deeper into it. The way that it basically works is that thoughts enter our minds all the time, right? We can't help the thoughts that enter our minds. A lot of times things just pop in, pop out all day long, it feels like, especially if you have a really active mind like I do. I have an overactive mind that I can't have trouble turning off in general. But what happens is a thought will enter your mind and then that will usually influence how we feel. And then how we feel will influence what we do. This does not always produce a good outcome. And you probably have experienced this. A thought enters your mind, for example, I wonder if my husband's going to be drunk when I get home from work. That was a thought that I had multiple times a day. That thought told me how to feel. I could feel my heart start racing. I could feel myself getting angry before I even knew. I mean, I kind of knew, but before I knew for sure, I started feeling as if it had already happened. A lot of times on my whole way home from work, I would just be, you know, getting worked up and ramped up and I know he's going to be drunk and I'm just, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this again. And oh, just like all those feelings all the way home. Then of course, those feelings, by the time I got home, told me what I needed to do, which was of course, confront him. If he was drunk, which nine times out of 10, he was towards the end there, 10 times out of 10, he was, and we would, you know, go at it immediately, right? When I walked in the door. So the very first thing that we have to address before we try to change anything else, anything else is our thought life because your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions are so intertwined. If you stay in negative thoughts, which we tend to do as wives of an alcoholic, 
that's going to keep you in negative feelings as well because they're connected. And that's going to trap you in a vicious cycle. We end up where we are spending most of our days in a cycle of repetitive negative thoughts. And how in the world are you going to ever find any peace in your life if that's what's going on inside your head 24-7? This is, of course, known as renewal of mind, which is biblical. Romans 12.2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Did you catch that word, transformed? It doesn't just say that this is a good thing to maybe try. It doesn't just say that it might make things better. It says you will be transformed. That is huge. That's a big word. Don't miss that. When we learn how to transform our thoughts and we begin to transform our thoughts, it also keeps our feelings in check. So you've heard me say before, feelings are not facts. They most certainly feel like facts sometimes, but they are not facts. And being led around by your feelings can just bring more strife into your life. However, when we're married to an alcoholic, of course, we are made to feel so many things very strongly, right? We feel things that make us want to scream and threaten and confront and cry, just like I talked about on my way home. I was already feeling like I was in that situation because I knew it was coming. We are then in a pattern of always feeling fearful and hopeless. But none of those feelings that I just described are from God. I'm going to say that again. None of those feelings are from God. Those feelings are actually enemy, the enemy's strongholds over us. So if you're operating based on those types of feelings, then you are actually doing what the enemy wants you to do. And you are where the enemy wants you to be day in and day out. So how you feel as we talked about, will also determine how you act or react. So now we're to the feeling, or now we're to the acting part, right? We talked about how your thoughts lead to making you feel a certain way, which make you take action because you feel that way. Think about all the times when you did, say, um, you know, the same scenario that I just discussed. You are thinking on your way home about how your husband's going to be drunk when you get there. You're getting ramped up. You're already angry. You get there and I knew it. He's drunk. I knew he was going to be drunk. Oh my gosh. And you like light in him. You start fighting, et cetera, et cetera. How has that worked out for you in the past? And I'm not saying that to be a smart aleck. I'm asking, really, I want you to think about how that has worked out for you in the past. Has it produced your desired result? If you're like me, and if your situation's like mine, which I bet that it is, at least in some regard, it has not produced your, your desired result. Me coming home and acting or reacting in a confrontational way never made my husband say, you know what, you're right, let's go get in the car and go to treatment. But what it did do is it brought more strife into my life. That's why we're told to live by faith and not feelings. That's why catching things when they are just a thought is so important because if we can learn to do that effectively, 
then we keep it from going to the feeling and we keep the feeling from turning into action and just makes all of this so much easier. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. He will direct your path. Not your feelings. Not your thoughts. The Lord will direct your path. And if your mind is continuously spinning with all of this negativity, which we already talked about is not from God, how can he direct your path? Your feelings are directing your path. That's why it's so critical to get a handle on this. When you start making these changes too, the other thing that's awesome is it positively affects those around you. So many women in my secret sister circle, we practice this all the time. (laughs) And they will tell me that there's peace in their home, that there's peace in their heart, that they're noticing that, you know, it's easier for their children because their children aren't in a volatile environment. Their husbands notice when they make these changes. It ripples out from them. It is so important. It takes two people to fight, right? So if you are disengaging, then you are eliminating that conflict in your home. You're because you're practicing catching it before it gets to that point. When you're eliminating conflict, you're also eliminating what a lot of husbands use as an excuse for him. Well, you're just, you know, yelling at me, so I'm going to go to the bar. Or, you know, basically they try to turn it back on us of, well, this is why I drink because you're always so mad and you always yell, you know, those types of things. So it's also eliminating that as an excuse, right? You see how many ways that this can benefit you? Without renewal of thoughts, we stay stuck in those negative thought patterns. When we're stuck in those thought patterns, things like detachment and healthy boundaries can't happen or they're very, very difficult at best. So if you want to change your life, you have to start with changing the way you think. Now, I want to be clear, this isn't about trying to just think about rainbows and butterflies all day. It's about taking the trash out of your head. Joyce Meyer, who I really like to listen to, she's a great teacher. She has a line that I think about all the time because I still practice this in my daily life constantly. Like I said at the very beginning, in so many other areas of my life, this has been a game changer for me. But I think about this sometimes when, I, when I'm starting to try to get into those patterns where I know that my mind's trying to take me to a place that's not good for me. She says, don't let your mind become a garbage dump for Satan's lies. Is that happening to you? Does that sound familiar? If it does, I really encourage you to try to take the steps to shifting your mindset beginning today. It can You can start this today, and it takes practice. It's not something where you're going to just be like, I'm not going to have any more negative thoughts, and then you don't. Of course, it doesn't work that way. But it is 100% possible, I promise you, and it's transformative. 
As I mentioned, if you need help with this, we do work through this in detail and depth in the Secret Sister Circle. In fact, the entire membership is based on something I created. It's my signature renewal path, I call it. It's based on biblical principles of renewal. And the very first step that I have you do when you come in there is renewal of mind. It's one of the first lessons that you do. I give you a tool in the toolbox to use called Scripture Ties that helps you tie up and bind up those negative thoughts and replace them with God's truths. There's other tools that can help you in there with your mindset. And like I said, so many women in there have reported that this has been a really, really important thing in their lives that's not only helped them, but also helped them in their relationship with their husband and other areas of their lives as well. That's what happened to me, which is why I made it such a big part of the membership. I just, it's life-changing. It's life-changing. And I'm not exaggerating. It truly, truly is. So if you would like help with that, We do cover that in the Secret Sister Circle. And if you missed at the very beginning, I did a little promo for the October bonus. And I know sometimes people skip over that, which is fine. But I didn't want you to miss it because right now, if you join in the month of October, you also get the Married to Addiction devotional ebook for free, which is a devotional written specifically for the wife of an alcoholic. It has a prayer for each day, a scripture for each day, and a passage for each day that just help guide you through this difficult season. So I hope that's been helpful. This truly is a life-changing practice, remembering that flow of it starts with thought, then it moves to a feeling, then it moves to an action, and it's way harder to catch it or to rein it in when it's already at the action phase or really sometimes the feelings phase, which is why it's so important to practice renewal of mind. As always, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time. quick question for you before I let you go today. Have you been to the Married to Addiction website? If you haven't, I would love if you would go pay it a visit. It's just marriedtoaddiction.com. And over there, you can see um, just a lot of different information about my podcast. There is a blog on there. There's some free resources for you. And there's also a few ways that you can actually get some help if you need a little more help and direction and support as you travel this difficult path with your addicted husband. So if you haven't yet, please go visit marriedtoaddiction.com. Thanks so much.